Please hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Maggie, hot news, hot news. So, you know, we are producing Yard of the Month, and in this short film, there's this fictional uh, garden club called Creekside Garden Club. Well, someone has created this whole platform, this whole campaign called Don't Join CreeksideGardenClub.com. They have taken out Craigslist ads. It's been in the Dallas Morning News. It's been in the Record Chronicle. It's all over the Internet. So whatever you do, do not go to Don't Join CreeksideGardenClub.com. And this is Sarah Adams. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. You know what's unstable that I've been thinking about is like the idea of a love-hate relationship, and I can't think of something that I have a greater love-hate relationship with than snacks. Snacks. Ooh, bold to put that out there. Yeah. You hate them and you love them. Right? Because I feel like I'll, I can eat snacks. Snacks are something that you that never fill you up no matter how many you have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm never filled when well, I'm eating snacks. snacks. You know what's tricky about this too is we're adults supposedly and we have children, right? Right. And we tell our children, we guide them to having these meals and have two snacks in between because we want them to be healthy and to grow. But – they snack all the time. Right. And we're like, oh, I just need you to fill up on meals. And then I feel like a hypocrite because I'm like, well, I snack all the time. Absolutely. And then I'm like, I just want to eat these handful of M&Ms. And I'm like, I can't do this in front of my children because they're going to want to eat the M&Ms. And that's not healthy. I'm like, but why am I doing it to myself? I'm allowing myself the handful of M&Ms. But I'm like, no. Walter and Annie, this is this is not a healthy snack. Right, exactly. And that's the thing too, is that I can't I'm like, you want chocolate chips? And then I think I also want chocolate chips. And then I think I guess we're having chocolate chips. And then I think what time is it? It's ten minutes before dinner. Mm. And I'm like, we should not eat the chocolate chips. But I'm like, but I love them. Right. I hate them, but I love them. Or it's like, we should not eat all these Doritos. I just bought this bag of Doritos to serve as a side with lunch. But are we going to eat the whole bag of Doritos? We're going to eat the whole bag of Doritos. And we're not going to feel full. No. No. See, I will save till the end of the day when the kids are in bed. I'll eat snacks that I'm not going to eat in front of my children. 
for several reasons. One, I'm trying. I'm an adult, Maggie. I'm allowed to ruin my body and make these bad choices. They are children. When they become an adult, they can make choices to go to the store, buy a box of cosmic brownies, and just eat that. Would they earn that privilege, right? I feel like there's got to be some upside, some upswing. To being a grown-up. Being a grown-up. This morning, my mom came to pick up Annie, and I gave her a hug. And I'm like, Mom, I don't want to do this today. Can I just be a kid today? Can you just be my mom today? And she's like, no, honey, I, you can't come back home. I'm like, dang it. Not even. But then if you went home with your mom, guess what you're not getting? snacks the cosmic brownie but here's not getting it but here's the thing my mother would give me the cosmic Cosmic brownie brownie. you know because she's also a grandmother and i feel like once you reach that level of adulthood you're you get the money f's you give are very few yes it's true that's true and you know what else is nice about waiting till the kids go to bed to have a snack they don't take it from you have to share it can i tell you how many times they take everything everything i have in my hand the other day I was at the table with my children and my family with my glass of water. And I like, as everyone knows, I love a cup with a straw. Okay. Yes. And I like my water cold and I prepare that for myself. I make those choices for me, for me. And Walter has a cup of water with a lid and a straw on it as well. And he goes, Mama, can I have something for water? And takes it. And drink, waiting. And drinks it. I'm like, Walter, you have. A cup right in front of you with a straw and a lid. He goes, yes, but yours is cold. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on, my dude. Or I'm driving in the car and you think that's a safe place because your kids are in the back. You think? It's not a safe place. So Annie had a snack in her hand. And I'm like, now is my time to eat my special snack that I try and save just for me. So I open the wrapper and in the back seat, I hear, mama, mama, one, (laughs) one, mama. I'm like, Dang it, child. It's nothing sacred anymore. Nothing is sacred. Snacks are – snacks. children think snacks are just for them, and they're not. They're for grownups too, and they are supposed to be special for the person who is consuming them, not for everyone. Snacks do not need to be shared. Final point. That is the only way we can get through this. That's the only way to make the snacks stable is to be like you can only have your own. Here's the thing, Walter and Annie, if you're listening, you have to share. You have to learn to share. My snacks, me as an adult, comes with privilege not to share. You as a child, you need to learn to share because that is a that is a trait you need to take on with you to adulthood. So then you can if have the I right. Say, <laughs> if you're eating something and I say just one, yum, 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 just one, I get it. If I'm eating something and you say, I'm, I'm, I'm just one, you don't. Final answer. Final the answer. End. The end. Speaking of things that we have final answers on, are you ready for a fact? I was wondering why you're trying to make final answer happen. And now I know oh, it's part you're of your not, transition. No, you're not going to know. Okay. You're not going to okay. know. <laughs> well, let's do it. Okay. Well, German chocolate cake, a cake that we have discussed, should be called German coconut chocolate cake, mm-hmm. has another naming issue mm. that has me personally fired up. Because turns out the cake doesn't even come from Germany. It was named after Sam German, who created a type of baking chocolate for bakers in 1852. This reminds me of the Caesar salad that we talked about. Right. But this is more offensive to me. Caesar salad was named after a man named Caesar, but not Caesar Roman Emperor. Right. Right. This, however, is more upsetting. First of all, because we've discussed German chocolate cake should not have coconut. Cake should not have coconut. 
German chocolate cake of all the cakes. I mean, I love all cakes, but German chocolate cake is the worst of all the cakes. Hundred percent. Right. We've we've talked about that. Yes. Caesar salad, great salad. Great salad. Whatever the name, gonna love it. Right. So not only is German chocolate cake parading around as if it is a chocolate cake, mm -hmm. it is also using a name mm. that sends a message that is not accurate. That's that's fair. And I'll let you have it. But it also is his name. You know, you gotta I do think he should have used his first name. If you're going to name something out of yourself and your last name is so specific where it thinks of a place or a type of people, like Absolutely. Germans. Like Austin. Let's let's pivot. You know, let's pivot and pick something else. I think that all the time. Yeah. Because I did think until this moment that a German coconut chocolate cake came from Germany. Because honestly, it tracked for me. For some reason, like that seemed like something that would come from Germany. It made sense. It made a lot of sense. And now we're going to have to officially make it known it's as not. a fact that instead of a German chocolate cake, we will now be calling it Sam's Coconut Chocolate Cake. Which, honestly, it is. That is what it it's is. It's accurate. It's accurate. That's what it is. And it sounds more delicious, to be honest, than a German chocolate cake. Yes. I don't want to eat a German chocolate cake. I might dabble in Sam's Coconut Chocolate Cake. It's more relatable. Absolutely more related. And when you have an unrelatable product like coconut, it's kind of exotic, has an exotic texture that you do not expect in cake. No matter how yes. much you bake it, it's still there. You're still going to be chewing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let's give mm -hmm. it a more approachable title. Yes. And speaking of this idea of making desserts approachable, are you ready to react? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. So we have just renamed German chocolate cake to Sam's Coconut Chocolate Cake. Mm -hmm. Please... For me, mm -hmm. rename another dessert to make it more accurate. Mm, to make it more accurate, okay. Pumpkin pie would be mushed pumpkin platter. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because it's it's nothing pie about it. You know? Pie, you, mm -hmm. you, you expect something else besides just this mushy-gushy in the middle, which is one of the reasons mm -hmm. I really don't like pies because it's mostly mushy-gushy. But yeah, that's interesting. Pumpkin pie makes you think you're going to be getting something that's a little bit more dense, you know, a little bit more vegetable-ish. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But smashed pumpkin platter, I, I know exactly what I'm getting at that point. I think that's a that's a very fair name. What would you rebrand? Re I was thinking along the same lines like cheesecake. Oh. Doesn't do it for me. That's not what you're ordering. What you're ordering is sugar sugared. Wait, what is it? Sugar, cream, cheese, graham cracker, plate. Yeah. Got to add the plate. Yeah, got Because that's what it's served Yeah, up. it's got to serve. This is a really good question. Like, what other things would I rename? Maybe, like, the turtle turtle cheesecake on the same vein. Mm. It would mm -hmm. be chocolate turtles. and nuts, creamed sugar, cheese, with a side of graham crackers. Yes. Basically, ah. basically everything is a charcuterie board at that point. You know what? Motion to make everything a charcuterie board. A what board? Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Charcuterie? 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 Charcuterie. 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 Sarah and Maggie are besties, but how well do they really know each other? They'll find out in this rapid fire game of this or that. Maggie, for this, this, or that, 
I have 20 seconds on the clock and there are right and wrong answers. At the end, you will be able to defend one that you get wrong. Are you ready to play? I am. Gummy bear or grizzly bear? Gummy bear. Tropicana or tropical? Tropicana. Sunscreen or sunshade? Sunshade. Homegrown or farm fresh? Farm fresh. Delivery or takeout? Takeout. To be or not to be? To be. All right. And that's the end of our timer. Those were good ones. I had two Those more. I had two more we didn't get to. Really? I had two more. I had two more. That's <sighs> fine. Uh, so let me review this. Honestly, Maggie, you got six out of six, correct? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, six out of six, correct. Let me, Are you serious? You get six out of six, correct. Okay. You want to <gasps> review? Do you want to yeah. review? Okay. Mm-hmm. Gummy bear or grizzly bear? You pick gummy bear, obviously. Absolutely. Obviously. Tropicana or tropical? You pick tropicana because of course the juice. Yes. Duh. Or a fun, more fun name, whichever one you picked yeah. it for. Sunscreen or sunshade? You pick sunshade because yeah. no one wants to be in the sun. Absolutely. Homegrown or farm fresh? You picked farm fresh because homegrown yeah. implies that you have to grow it yourself. Farm fresh Absolutely. implies that you have to get it from a farm, like you don't have to grow anything, uh-huh. which is the correct answer. Yeah. Delivery or takeout? Mm-hmm. You chose takeout. I'm curious mm-hmm. as to why. That's okay. So this was a, this was one that I was like, I could be either one. I chose takeout because I think that sometimes when I'm waiting for someone to deliver to my house, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like the waiting period of that. I don't like that it's coming in someone else's car. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather just go quickly grab it and come back to enjoy. It feels more active, more mm-hmm. I'm like a part of the community and also less stressful in some ways. And that's the correct answer. Obviously, takeout is the correct answer. And for mm-hmm. that reason, to be or not to be, you chose not to be. That's actually incorrect. I chose to be. Wow. So this was the wrong one. Wow. wow. Almost, almost made it. Well, that certainly was something. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? I am ready. Bust out your dust rags. The main component in household dust is human skin cells. One pro to this gross fact, the American Chemical Society found that a skin oil called squalene can reduce ozone levels indoors by 15%. Wow. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. So we're surrounded by skin cells, right? Our dust, Mm -hmm. which I Mm -hmm. think I knew... Maybe I just didn't want to know. But then you're telling me our skin cells is actually helping our ozone level inside our house. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, by up of to 15%. Up to 15%. I think that's good, right? That's good. That sounds good. That I didn't sounds re- good. I didn't realize our house had an ozone level. Yeah, I don't. I guess. Yeah, I, I think of the ozone as a layer in the clouds, but yeah. maybe ozone is all around us. I, I don't, don't know. think so, though. Isn't it an ozone layer? There's an ozone a part of our atmosphere. One of the, and that's a big thing because the ozone layer was deteriorating because we're ruining the earth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Well, I, oh, but you know what? Oh, you just what did you? Google? This is what it is. Okay, I went to Google. Do you want to know what I Googled? Yes. What's the ozone and can it be in my house? 
Uh, and it can. The smog created by ozone can infiltrate oh. houses, turning the photochemical byproduct into hazardous indoor air pollutant. Interesting. And my skin is helping this air pollutant be less in my house because. Right. So basically, what you're telling everybody is not to dust. Yeah, it's kind of like a catch 22, though, right? Because, like, you don't, dust makes allergies worse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's getting in your nose, probably making you sneeze but possibly providing some squalene Mm -hmm. that helps with your indoor ozone. Squalene. Squalene? Who came up with that word? You know? Probably Latin. Squalene? There's no way that's Latin. (laughs) Google it. (laughs) What's the origin (laughs) of of the word squalene? Guess what? You're never going to believe it. (laughs) It's Latin. No. It's Latin. No. What is yep. the Latin for? Um, it's for shark because it's found in shark liver. This fact is taking a wild turn. So not only have we learned, obviously, probably most of us know dust is our skin cells, but we learned right. that the squalene in our skin cells, which becomes mm-hmm. dust, can help the ozone, which we have learned can be as a pollutant created mm-hmm. by smog inside our house, which mm-hmm. the squalene can help get rid of. And yeah. now squalene is a Latin word, which is a fact for shark. Well, squalus is shark, and then een is another Latin thing, you know, squalene. Yeah, it's a. This was a very layered, much like dust on my bookshelves. This is a layered fact. Are you ready to react? Yes. Okay. So we know that dust is mostly human skin cells. Would you rather mm-hmm. clean up dusty skin cells or clean up glitter? This is a. This is a. This is a challenging one. I think. I think dust. One hundred percent. Because dust is dust. You know, it. It's dust. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We, we've we done it before. Glitter never goes away. No matter how hard you try, glitter will stay forever. It is the cockroach of party, crafts, everything never goes away. Never goes away. This is true. This is true. So if you're telling me I have glitter in my house now, if I have to deal with glitter in my house, I would pass. Give me a mm-hmm. dust rag. You know, I'll clean up dead skin shark cells. <laughs> Squalene. Squalene. Do you think that now let's take that phrase ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And what if it was ashes to ashes, glitter to glitter? You know, it's more permanent. It's like we were ashes back to ashes, but we're also glitter and we live on forever. I thought you were going to say ashes to ashes, squalene to squalene. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.